You're listening to the Morning Joe Rant Show. A dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the show. I really quickly just wanted to tell you about the Wild One Media. If you or anyone you know is looking for podcast editing, podcast production, or any other podcast services, please reach out to the Wild One Media at www.thewildonemedia.com. A link will be in the show notes description. Thanks, and now back to the show. Hey guys, um, so starting off today, I'm definitely going to touch on um, the fake news problem. Um, this, there was another, um, stupid politician tweet and I got to preface it with this. I'm not calling these politicians stupid or dumb. I'm, I'm simply stating what they wrote or posted was completely asinine and stupid on their part. And sure, we're all human beings. Everybody says, does stupid shit. I'm included in that. The difference is, is you have to own it. Um, And I mean that as in, I have to own a lot of shit that I say on here because people call me out for stuff. And there's sometimes things that are like, I can't believe I said that and I posted it, but I did and I got to live with it. Same thing for these people. And there's difference between being humbled and um, doubling down on it. And a lot of these politicians just double down on it. And it's like, I can't believe it. And this is another proof of it. So Tulsi Gabbard, who I actually really liked, um, prior to the election cycle um and then after the election she got she got um removed off the ballot because she just conceded or whatever and actually i'm kind of glad she did because i wasn't originally going to vote for her but i'm like well at least she's somebody in politics that's like like normal and decent in a way and i don't mean normal as in like she agrees with i agree with everything she says but it was like she at least seems like she has a soul unlike the Lindsey Grahams and Mitch McConnell's and Nancy Pelosi's and Chuck Schumer's of the, I always use those four because they're just the predominant assholes of the groups. Um, but Tulsi Gabbard just tweeted some stuff and posted on Instagram. And it's so, it's, the irony is so ridiculous. So I'm going to first write what she wrote. She just wrote a basic quote and this is what it said. The further a society drifts from truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. She said, George Orwell. That's what she said, signed it. Okay, so why am I bringing this up? Because George Orwell didn't say that. It was funny because I'm like, I've read some of George Orwell's stuff, and I'm like, that doesn't sound familiar or something he would say. But let's, let's, let's fact check this shit. So I did. He did not say it. It was actually the George Orwell archive even confirmed it, that he never used this, like he never said this quote. So she got all this flack for it on Instagram and Twitter. All these comments of being like, okay. And basically she's sitting there saying, okay, the, the quote is, the further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. First question I have is, what is the truth to, to her? Is, is, is she like, she didn't... There, there's no like like this is where the dangerous game of like people constantly saying fake news fake news trump coined this and i don't like either side but trump was an asshole for even saying fake news because there is a lot of news that's not fake that's legit real stuff that's factually based um 
But the fake news problem, like she just pointed out, she completely misquoted somebody. Okay, that's a huge problem. That's like me sitting here, somebody saying that I said something racial, which I never did, and then posting it and sitting there claiming that it's real. Like, whether or not that's that's a real that's a real as in that's a that's a positive quote of you know with the truth and everything i get it but it's still misquoted and it's still false and it's not right so people called her out for it in the comment section and stuff like that and instead of just being instead of being humble about it and be like you know what i got called out i'm sitting here saying that fake news yada, yada, yada. And then here I am giving a false quote that I didn't even research before I posted it, which predominantly people who post stuff like that should fact check that. Like legit, it it took me like five minutes to find that George Orwell didn't say that shit. Um, And granted, there could be misinformation on both sides, yada, yada, yada. But then she wrote this in return. So I think this was uh, the next day, because she first tweeted that March 17th, that was St. Patrick's Day, March 18th. So she writes, let's see if my critics will accept this truth now that it's correctly attributed to the right person. The truth is the truth, no matter who says it. So she finally quoted the correct person, and it was um, Selwyn Duke. So the further a society drifts from truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. Missing the bigger picture here, like, Tulsi Gabbard, do you not see that you originally quoted a, a quote, credited to George Orwell, which was incorrect. You didn't fact check it. You just posted it to try to get some clicks and stuff like that. But then you're criticizing people who criticized you for actually posting something that was supposed to be, quote unquote, the truth. Like you're, you're missing, like it, it's so hypocritical. It's like, and again, it's a stupid Twitter comment. But it's the principle of the matter that, like, these people, some of these comments, and nobody should read Twitter or Instagram or Facebook comments anyway because it's a cesspool of shit. But reading some of these quotes and people are, like, rah-rahing her on that, who gives a shit, like, like, they're, like, it goes over their heads. And this is where I mean with the lack of critical thinking. It's like, why is anybody a cheerleader? Like, I'm actually glad that I get criticized on this podcast quite a bit from people because that's what it's supposed to do. We're supposed to have critical thought about things. And we're supposed to have discussions about. Now, it's not always civil, and that's okay. Like, I, I got a thick skin. I can deal with it. People think I'm a fucking weirdo. But the principal point of the matter is, like, there's people that just blindly follow this shit and then think it's right, and you're like, these people are voters. Like, these people actually vote for the politicians that are in office right now, which makes complete sense because all they do is propagandize to one, you know, to eat both sides. So I'm sitting here looking at this, this thing, and I'm like, this is the fake news problem. She is part of it. Like, you can't misquote somebody and then sit there and say in the irony from my critics that will accept the truth now that it's correctly attributed. You are incorrect on in how you even quoted that. Like, sure, the truth is the truth no matter who says it, but you completely misquoted it, and it's an ironic thing that you did. And, like, you should be held accountable for that because you're sitting there saying how the the further a society drifts from the truth the more it will hate those who speak it are you speaking the truth Tulsi Gabbard because you just fucking made a false claim about who spoke that but people will be blindly listen to you about stuff so it's that type of shit with this fake news stuff that people don't get it and I sit here on this podcast and say there are people who study stuff for decades 
Those people have peer-reviewed papers that you can research yourself and find stuff on the climate change stuff, on lead being in gasoline and lead being in the environment, uh, our water problem that we have, fracking. There are scientists that go to school and study this shit. And instead, we listen to the Tucker Carlson's and the Trevor Noah's and the Seth Meyers and the Candace Owens, and we just take their opinion as true fact, just like the Tulsi Gabbard's. And I sit here and I'm like, people live in goddamn sound bites. Like they just want to get A, confirmation bias, whether they're right or wrong, and B, they call themselves quote unquote doing research and it's like lack thereof, you know, it's, it's insane to me. It's insane that this is, this is what we're going through. And then it's the same thing. It's a fake news, fake news, fake news. Everybody could just say that shit. And you see, you're like, sure, I don't like certain media news outlets, but there's people, there's scientists that they're interviewing that have done the science behind it. Those are the people you should be listening to. And the mainstream media has a tendency of sometimes releasing that information. Sometimes it doesn't. But you have to sift through shit and find it. Now, I am not on a, I don't, I'm not liberal and I'm not conservative. I have certain opinions and views that I find that are like, this is just common sense. You know, and, and it's that type of shit that, like, people just don't, A, have the time or want to take the time to do it, or B, they're, they're just lazy. Like, and they just take the word of the, whoever the person they're, like, they fucking worship. You know, again, like, I have nothing against Tulsi Gabbard, but it's like, dude, you, you claimed the wrong quote from the wrong person. And sure, that wasn't a bad quote, but misquote somebody with a bad quote, and guess what happens to that person? And again, they can't proclaim fake news if, if those followers follow them. So it's always the funny thing that who professes the truth? Like, Tulsi, are you pro professing the, the truth? Or, or is Trump? Is Biden? Like, what are you talking about? You, you, like, your quote in context doesn't make any sense because who's the truth? What is the truth? Oh, you speak the truth? Like, this whole thing is a shit show. So I really wanted to hit on that because that stemmed from last week or the last podcast I did with stupid tweets from politicians. And this is another one. It's a dumb tweet. You messed up and you made a mistake and you said something stupid. Own it, but don't sit there and act like you're critics. Like, dude, you misquoted the quote. Like, don't be so passive aggressive about it. Like, just own it and be like, I misquoted this. That's my bad. I should have never posted it without fact-checking it. It's ironic. Like, be humble in it. Don't sit there and act like it's... Who cares? Like, that is the... Uh, it drives me nuts. So I'm going to get into my first um, story. And this is a Vox article. And I don't really like Vox that much, but I thought this was interesting. Um, we are going to make you beg for mercy. That was in quotes. America's public servants face a wave of threats. And this goes along with the fake news cycles and shit like that that we're experiencing with the COVID stuff, with the unemployment bullshit. I can't, Reddit's another problem. Like, like Reddit, I take in small dosage and I, I very rarely read the comments because it's like, my God, it is a cesspool of stupidity. And you'll hear people call out other people for having opposite opinions and they're either you're a liberal because you think like and they don't even know the person. And granted, most people on there are trolls or it's the other end of the spectrum. You're just a conservative twat that it's like, oh, my God, we can't even have dialogue on here without like 
like it's so crazy to me so anyway i wanted to read a little bit about this because i think people need a reality check i'm like your shit smells just like the person's sitting in the other side of the computer you dipshit um the intimidation of poll workers school administrators and public health officials reveals a democracy rotting from within i completely agree with this this is from uh november 18th 2021 from zach buchamp or buchamp i'm sorry or buchamp yeah i'm right democracy doesn't work unless citizens make it work this not only means showing up to vote but also helping operate and administer the key institutions in a democratic society such as schools polling places and local health agencies yet over the course of the past year and a half the americans who do this critical work mostly anonymous individuals motivated by a sense of civic duty have been subject to a wave of violent threats consider the following examples in vermont a man menaced a group of election officials warning them that quote your days are fucking numbered end quote in Missouri, a public health, health official was, quote, physically assaulted, called racial, racist slurs, and surrounded by an angry mob, unquote. I believe that one was from when uh, that was the, the COVID restriction mask thing. Uh, I'm, I'm being sarcastic in my tone of voice, if people can't tell. As in, like, the people who are the mad lynch mob that were doing that shit, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, grow up and be an adult. Have a civil discussion. Uh, uh, here's another one. In Oregon, a school board member was told that a neighbor was out looking for him and threatening to kill him. These are not one-off incidences. Surveys have found that 17% of Americans' local election officials and nearly 12% of its public health workforce have been threatened due to their jobs during the 2020 election cycle and COVID-19 pandemic. While none of the threats against public servants appear to have led to deadly violence yet, the volume has gotten severe even enough that the Justice Department created two separate in, uh, initiatives to help combat threats against election administrators and education workers. Uh, quote, it's not even accurate to say uh, threatening election workers was rare prior to 2020. It was so rare as to be virtually non-existent. Unquote, said David Becker, executive director of the Center for Election Innovation and Research. This is beyond anything that we've ever seen, he said. The new wave of threats is cresting on one side of the partisan divide. Generally, the individuals responsible seem to believe former President Donald Trump's fraudulent claims about the 2020 election, which, granted, we talked about it on this podcast. Again, I don't like the, I don't like the Democrats. I don't like the Republicans. But Arizona spent taxpayer money, and they... It was inconclusive. They couldn't even come up with stuff. They paid a private entity to do the research on it, and they couldn't come up with anything. And they wound up just profiting off the money and shutting the business down that was actually doing the uh, tallying of the votes. So it was basically like they couldn't find anything on fraudulent voting. And you're talking to a guy who's from Chicago originally, and voter fraud does happen, but on a small fucking scale. They can't do it on a national scale. You're talking about millions and millions and millions of illegal votes. And the people are like, illegal immigrants vote. Oh, my God. I never said they didn't. But you're talking on a massive scale. Put down the Fox News cup of coffee. Stop listening to them and actually look up data that proves it. And I'm not talking about the right wing data of things, you know, the what is their Prager Institute and I'm not talking about the left institutions I'm talking about people that actually do 
real polling, or not polling, but actual data driven by the population itself. They are out there. You just have to find them. It's so ridiculous, though. The, the things we take from, oh, it's so insane. So I really wanted to touch on this. I'll include it. You guys don't have to read it or whatever. And again, I'm not sitting here saying it's not the, it's not the left that doesn't do it or the right doesn't. Both sides do this shit. Both sides are guilty of it. And granted, it might be a small fraction of, of percentage of things, but it's getting worse. And some asshole in, who was leadership in charge, which again, like you guys all know, I didn't like any of the former presidents. But the guy that was previously president was a complete idiot jerk off and completely made fake news like it's it made people absolutely ridiculous with what there's the Tulsi Gabbard thing all over again. Um, so anyway, I'm going to keep moving on because I don't want to. Um, oh, here we go. I'm going to go into my next thing. So this was from the Pew Research Center. Majority of workers who quit a job in 2021 cite low pay, no opportunities for advancement, and feeling disrespected. So the COVID-19 pandemic set off nearly unprecedented churn in the U.S. labor market. Widespread job losses in the early months of the pandemic gave way to tight labor markets in 2021, driven in part by what's come to be known as the Great Resignation. The nation's quiet rate, uh, quit rate, sorry, reached a 20-year high last November. A new Pew Research Center survey finds the low pay, a lack of opportunities for advancement, and feeling disrespected at work are the top reasons why Americans quit their job last year. The survey finds that those who quit and are now employed elsewhere are more likely than not to say their current job has better pay, more opportunities for advancement, and more work-life balance and flexibility. Majorities, uh, majority of workers who quit a job in 2021 say low pay, which was 63%, New opportunities for advancement, which was 63%, and feeling disrespected at work was 57%, were reasons why they quit, according to the February 7th through 13th survey. At least a third say each of these were major reasons for, the, for why they left. Really quickly, too, um, I think it's 25 to 30% of the job market is made up by millennials that were born from, like, 1995 to I think it was like my birth year of 1981 um, which is a significant part and that's a lot of people who left to go pursue other jobs there was another article that came out I don't have it on hand right now um, but they brought up an interesting fact too they were saying how everybody's just kind of trading jobs left and right like we're just not staying put and we're trading shitty jobs for other shitty jobs which I could see that too that's a definite possibility. Um, but that should say something about the American economy in itself and the job market. And, you know, too many people don't want to hear that. So, but, but I thought this article was interesting, just the fact that it was showing, like, why people were leaving. And I think we all knew it, but sometimes people, again, need to hear why. And to those people, I cannot tell you the amount of people that I, like, shake my head they're sitting there saying there's people collecting $4,000 on unemployment still. You're a fucking moron. First off, unemployment is at its lowest rate since it was in 1970. Nobody's on fucking unemployment from the pandemic anymore. That ship sailed fucking a year and a half ago. Not this past December, but the previous December. Because I was on unemployment for a couple months and everybody got, had to get off. 
it wasn't it was basically like find find something else or get off and people did they found other ways of doing it so this whole fucking thing of people sitting there saying oh people make them for i grocery stores i hear people talking about it i'm just sitting here like these people are dumb they're talking fox news talking points and it's like this is so stupid and they're not even looking at the actual fucking data that's what's such a joke so anyway <laughs> I'm not going to go into that because I've, trust me, I go off on the Democrats and liberals too. I'm not sitting here just picking on conservatives, but there's a lot of viewpoints on Fox News where I'm like, you're not even looking at it. You're just hearing what Tucker Carlson says, and the guy is a fucking asshat. He's not even speaking the fucking truth about stuff. And I'll say the same thing about Rachel Maddow, Rachel Maddow and Bill Maher. I don't have a fucking problem with it. They're all rich assholes on both sides, guys. None of them give a shit about you. They're making money off of you watching fucking goddamn ads. All right. So the last, um, I wasn't going to do this one, but I kind of I want to know. Um, this one's from The Guardian. I don't know how we'll survive. The farmers facing ruin in Maine's forever chemicals crisis. Maine faces a crisis from uh, PFAS contaminated produce, which is causing farms to close and farmers to face the loss of their livelihoods. Songbird Farm, 17 acres, uh, holds sandy, sandy, loam, uh, sandy loam fields, three greenhouses, and cutover woods uh, that com- comprima- uh, comprise an idyllic setting near Maine's central coast. The small organic operation carved out a niche growing heirloom grains, tomatoes, and sweet garlic, cantaloupe, and other products um, that were sold to organic food stores or as part of a community-supported agriculture program where people pay to receive boxes of locally grown produce. That is fucking awesome. But the story isn't. Uh, I wish around here we did more local like that. Um, it doesn't, and I'm based out of Nashville, and it doesn't seem to be as predominant. Um, it seems more capitalistic around here lately. But anyway, see, I'm not all liberal where I, li- I actually like local and, you know, homegrown stuff but disaster struck in december the couple learned that farm's previous owner had decades earlier used pfa as trained sewage sludge or bio biosolids as fertilizer on songbirds fields testing revealed their soil drinking water irrigation water crops chickens and blood were contaminated with high levels of toxic chemicals the couple quickly recalled products altered customer alerted customers suspended their operation and have been left deeply fearful for their financial and physical well-being. This has flipped everything about our lives on its head, Nordell said. We haven't done a blood test on our kid yet. That's the most terrifying part. It's fucking devastating, he said. Public health advocates say Songbird is just the tip of the iceberg, as Maine faces a brewing crisis stemming from the use of biosolids as fertilizer. The state has begun investigating more then 700 properties for these contamination. Few results are in, but several farmers' independent testing revealed high levels of it. And statewide contamination has disrupted about 10 farms. God. But, but wait, I'm an anti-capitalist. No, I'm against fucking deregulating shit for the economy. Because not all deregulation is good fucking regulation, people. What Trump did with deregulation was fucking stupid with the, with the environment. You guys have to understand that. You're eating contaminated shit. The environment is imploding right now. And everybody that sits there and says, this is weather. 
weather versus climate. Stop listening to politicians. Stop on both sides. Listen to the goddamn scientists for once. And I mean legit scientists who don't fucking... <laughs> it's ridiculous. They don't even make enough fucking money. And there's, they're all mentally right now anguished because of what's fucking happening. Because there's, there's no t- turning around at this point. We can only slow it down, the climate catastrophe that's happening. And this is exact evidence of it. And people still bury their heads in the sand. Sludge is byproduct of wastewater treatment process that is a mix of human excrement and any number of more than 90,000 human-made chemicals or substances discharged from the industry's pipes. It's a toxic soup, said Laura Orlando, a Boston University civil engineer who studies sludge contamination. Wait, fake news, fake news, because she doesn't know what she's talking about, but Trump does, or whoever does, Biden does, or, yeah, okay, well... Everything can't be fucking fake news. Sludge is expensive to landfill, uh, but as human excrement holds nitrogen, phosphorus, and other plant nutrients, it's often lightly treated, marketed as biosolids, and sold or given to farmers who view it as a cost-saving fertilizer. Fucking crazy, man. Fucking crazy. And now we're reaping the benefits, but we're going to still delay everything. Just like we talked about this in the podcast a couple episodes. It's just like the fucking goddamn lead industry because of lobbying power. Same thing with this shit. Politicians won't do shit because they're getting pocketed money. And as long as it doesn't pertain to their fucking residency, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Look at Flint. Still drinking shitty water. Still has shitty water. Greatest country in the world, but can't fix a, fix a fucking infrastructure for its cities. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. You know, this podcast I know gets people just, people are so afraid to confront the fucking truth. And that's fine. But then, like, expect it just to get worse. It's not going to get better unless everybody starts fucking con- collectively waking up and realizing <laughs> it's not even corporate greed. It's just... It's everything. We are all guilty. I'm just as guilty. We're living in a society that makes us have to do this shit. Instead of changing it, we're just going to double down and ruin it for our kids even more. So I'm going to leave it at that because I'm just fucking tired of it. But you guys all have a good one. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc. Bringing your business to the future, ConnectGo.com.